This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. Uh, I have with me this morning, Eric, who is going to share some delightful tips and tricks for all sorts of wonderful things. Eric, make us all better. Yeah, I, I think you no pressure. that a little, little wrong. I, I said <laughs> we we're going to talk about stuff. I never said I was going to provide any type of actual <laughs> tips to ticks. Uh, I essentially said, you know, it's the beginning of the year and part of beginning of years, usually our New Year's resolutions or just resolutions in general. Part of those are always your lovely healthy, you know, eating healthy, working out, living a more balanced life, what have you. And we've discussed those on several episodes in the past. So if you want to learn more about fitness trackers and all that stuff, search through the catalog. Uh, One thing that most people also deal with, essentially kind of budgeting out, being wiser with their money, spending, spending their money, uh, saving more, doing, doing all that lovely jazz. And of course I fall right into that realm every year. And not that I am poor or even really sophisticated or great. It's just a matter of sometimes you just need to recalibrate and refocus and or just readjust because let's face it, this year was totally different than the year prior and will be different from the year upcoming. So with that being said, I always look at it and said, all right, what kind of finances or like, you know, what are we making? What, what are we spending? Is there ways to improve on this? And I've been doing this for quite some time. And sometimes I'm super thrifty. Sometimes I'm a little bit more lenient or relaxed with spending. So I just figured this would be a good opportunity to talk about like, hey, these are some of the things I've noticed through the years or see if there's any other tips, tricks, hacks out there that we can just discuss because this is the time of the year where this uh, conversation takes place. And maybe so it should have took place last month because if you're going in for a full calendar year, you know, typically you want to be on on game January 1st, but let's face it. That's not how most of these resolutions work. <laughs> yeah. So no, no. And I, and I can agree. I often do that as well. Like at the, at the end of the year or the beginning of the year, kind of take a look, go through the, the statements to see, okay, where, where have I spent all of my money? Is that a good thing or not? Where can I make that a little, little bit better? So I think, I think that's, I think that's a worthy exercise again, not, not that I'm just rolling in money. Neither am I poor anymore. There, there were points in life where I was paycheck to paycheck and you got to really budget things out and really strive to look for those places to, to save whatever you can and, and optimize that the best. I don't know. I found that as, as things have gotten a little better, there are points where I kind of, you know, relax that a little bit and it's good to kind of look back and go, okay, now that I'm doing a little better, where did I kind of go off the rails and spend money where I shouldn't have, or, you know, just where can I, where can I do things better? Exactly. So, I mean, and, and I always say, I, I kind of like spending money on the fun things. You know, I don't enjoy buying food. <laughs> I, I do enjoy going to Disney. I enjoy, right. you know, buying books, you know, even if they just sit on there and they look pretty, you know, like right. I enjoy that. I enjoy tchotchkes to an extent, you know, I enjoy buying programs and so forth. I don't necessarily love paying heating bills or water, you know, so <laughs> I've through time learned that, you know, I, I think the biggest thing happened, what, 2014, 2015, around that realm is Lauren took a job and we decided that it was smarter 
for me to stay home and watch our children than me go get another job and have to pay for childcare, right? right? Which is a decision most people probably have in terms of like, hey, you know, I'm spent giving this entire paycheck to some for someone to watch my kids. Is that worth it? Well, we took a gamble because we knew my brain was thrifty and nerdy enough that I could figure it out. And that's when I realized that you don't necessarily have to make more money to actually have more money. <laughs> like you can just learn how to save and be really good at that and really enhance your life. And from that point on, I was looking at little things of what can I do to make sure my house is more efficient when it comes to cooling and heating, <laughs> you know, and as stupid right. as that is. And I just moved. So I'm looking at this house. and I'm like, oh, got to start over because, you know, as I sit here <laughs> in the basement, uh, you know, there is it, it is super cold in my office. So I have a space heater, which is not the smartest thing to have. Right. Right. Like it, right. You know, space heaters are notoriously known for jacking up electric bills. But then again. I don't want to turn my entire house to 75 because then the upstairs will be like a burning sauna and down here might just get to, you know, 68. So, right. you know, I've learned the whole little hack with vents and ceiling fans where like you rotate those depending on if you're having house, your house heating and cooling. Right. The other little aspect that I've realized that and I invested money in was a smart thermostat. Do you have a smart thermostat? We do indeed. Luckily, and, and I would say, listeners, check with your local folks to see if this applies to you. Our power company, I think it was, actually had some sort of incentive program to where if you you got one of the, you know, the smart thermostats, they would, you know, give you money or, or pay for a portion of it. Like, we got it for, like, stupid cheap when it's all said and done, you know, after the, the rebates and refunds sure. and whatever. And they're real easy to install, and they hook up to your Wi-Fi. And it's awesome because it will sort of learn from your patterns and sort of optimize your your heating and cooling for you, which is which is cool enough on the face of it. Just just if that's all that ever happened from it, that would be you know plenty awesome enough. But it's also super great. We're upstairs in bed and feeling a little toasty. You no longer have to you know hop up and go down to the thermostat. You just pull up your phone, hit a couple buttons, and all of a sudden it's cooler or warmer. That there is worth the price of admission, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. What what brand is yours? Do you know? It's a Nest. Yeah. Well, we recently just got a Nest installed. At the old house, we had one called a Honeywell, and I remember Lauren purchased it because it would work with Alexa, I believe, and okay. that was made purpose and and. And I'm just getting uh, used to Nest because, of course, I'm at thriftiness. I asked I, – Lauren said, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And I could have said, like, clothes, this, and I said, no. I wanted things that actually I knew I was going to end up buying in the future anyway. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah, let's just – you just give it to me as a gift, and I don't have to spend my money, and it's like a win-win. So go. she got me a Nest because I was like, that's the only thing I really need or want. You know, so I got a Nest or a smart thermostat is what I put. I really didn't care what brand. So we just got a Nest. Right. So I'm starting to learn that. It's starting to learn our habits and so forth. And I know the old when there was a feature called a geolocate feature where it drew a circle around your house. And okay. when you would leave, it would put it in away mode, which means, all right, at that, you know, like you could set an away mode or when you come home mode, meaning by the time you come home, it'll heat it back up. Uh, so okay. It, there, there was, I mean, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, I used it quite frequently when I was traveling to pick the kids up and back and far, you know, so forth. But like, if you worked a nine to five in an office, like that could be a game changer. 
because oh, yeah. as soon as you leave, it'll just automatically adjust it and be like, all right, we can go to this temperature. And when you're on your way back, when you hit that geolocate, it'll say, oh, they're on their way home. Let's turn it back on. And yeah. that was really nifty. And I could only imagine that would save you monthly, you know, when it comes to uh, heating uh, your your heating, you know, bills. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. that was so I was excited about that. That was one of the first things that I took looked at was like electricity and and heating for instance and i my old house was electric so i had to pay an electric bill which you know could range you know pretty pretty expensive come you know height of winter height of summer because that's when your ac's on and so that's when i learned the whole vent technique of you know switch your ceiling fans turn your top vents off and turn your bottom vents on uh, little aspects like that um i invested in curtains utilizing curtains for when it is cold out and the sun is out, open your curtains up. And right. when it is the opposite, close your curtains. So like little hacks like this might not seem like they save a ton of money. But then again, every little bit, the, little... the cumulative effect of, of minor changes can be, That's it. you know, impactful. Precisely. And I mean, if you're walking in a room, you know, and I know we've had this discussion. I believe we actually had this discussion and I don't remember who was on what end, but we argued about the light switching. So I know we talked about some of this aspect. Oh, yeah, that was a pointless debate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't recall <laughs> whose side we were on. I think in real life, we both agree that, like, turn the lights off if you're oh, not yeah. in the room. Absolutely. So One of us was arguing against our own actual interests in that one, as, uh, as can often uh, happen. Yeah. That, which nearly <laughs> often happens, yes. Yeah. So a uh, couple years ago, I invested in a bunch of smart outlets and or smart bulbs. Have okay. you played around with any of those before? Not really. And it's funny. I've got a, a smart outlet that I got from work, like as some sort of like swag or prize for some goofy meeting or other. Like, you know, you plug it in, it connects to your Wi-Fi and you can, you know, basically power this plug on and off with your phone. I've never had a real reason to use it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, it's just everything that I have plugged in either needs to be plugged in and powered on, or for me to go on my phone to hit the button is, like, actually more effort than it would be for me to just turn the thing off. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, know I know there's a good use case for it. Like, if you've got lamps or or something else that you want to do that with, that all makes sense. It's just I personally don't have a whole lot of use case for it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know. I understand. Well, that's well, we bought, geez, I probably have like 10 of them from the old okay. house. Okay. And the old house internet couldn't withstand it. Like couldn't mm-hmm. handle having mm-hmm. all these things connected to Wi-Fi. So I basically gotcha. threw them in a drawer and like said, all right, I'll deal with them another, you know, or just sell, we'll sell them or, or let's hope for right. better internet. Well, we now have better internet. So there are, there's definitely a case where I need to go through, and this is the time of the year where I start doing this, and I will go through, and I will find all the outlets, and I will plug those into various, uh, various outlets. One of those, for instance, would be we are notorious for not turning televisions off. Mm, we just, yes. we just don't turn them off. So <laughs> we know for a fact most of the time at nighttime, let's say it starts one o'clock, who's watching the downstairs television? Probably no one. But is the right. television on? Yeah, it's on a screensaver. It's not going to burn the screen out or anything. But if I had the option for it to automatically turn off at one o'clock because this is the set the timer or before I go to bed, part of my routine is to go through the app and click on all the buttons to turn everything off. 
Right. I, you know, it's easier that, to do than walking through your whole house room uh, to room do to do it. it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finding the remote and this and that. So, right. And it's the same said for Laney or Hunter. They both leave their TVs on all night and so forth. So I'm not saying hook it up to your refrigerator or hook it up to, you know, anything else. But really, my computer right. doesn't necessarily need to be on. Uh, and, and these are very minor things, mostly because most of these have some type of low power mode or low energy right. mode. But if it you set it up once and you don't really have to mess with it, it's on a timer and says automatically go off and then turn it back on. Well, right. just a little bit of that time is is better. Whether you say pennies on the dollar, it's still a possibility. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, the smart outlets are one thing that I look at, and that's that's another aspect of saving money in terms of energy. But I think we'll take a break real quick, and then I'll tell you about some of the nerdy spreadsheets I've made over the years to learn how to save money on other things. What do you say? Fantastic. I love a nerdy spreadsheet. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Bedline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection justinbenline.com no personality no problem be beige all right and we are back we're ready to talk about nerdy spreadsheets so we talked about energy saving on on electric because i hate paying for that stuff water for the most part water is generally the same (laughs) i mean do you see giant fluctuations in your water intake i'm sure when you add another human to the household you might see it but yeah, I mean it's it's kind of hard for me to say because we because we're living in a condo and the water okay. is rolled up in the condo fees. So I mean, you I <laughs> I well, it's it's one of those things to where we could easily go. Well, doesn't matter. Use as much water as you want, but we still yeah. try to be you know respectful of that just for you know general environmental purposes and you know waste not whatnot sort of situation. But when folks are back from college, like just an extra person in the house taking showers, doing laundry, that does spike up. I mean, that that's just natural. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we tried. So, so the, uh, I mean, for the most part, our water bill is similar, it, it, with the exception of if uh, in the summertime, if I power wash something, like then you see spikes, mm, you know, yeah. or filling, filling up some type sense. of pool. Which I right. don't fill a pool up, so it's you know. But unless I'm power washing something, you're not seeing much difference from the extra showers you're taking we did Mm. notice a spike in covid because during the especially the early months it was like if you left the house you came back and you immediately showered (laughs) like that's that's just how we you know so we saw a little spike there in terms of utilizing you know more water the myth of using your dishwasher as opposed to actually hand washing was luckily broke uh, and demystified by abby and i believe uh, the recycling redemption episode so listen to that uh you should use the dishwasher if you have a modern dishwasher uh so uh but what what the big question always came down to was like the whole paper plastic you know saving on water which was also demystified so we used to at one point in time it was a matter of all right if we bought paper plates as opposed to washing plates would we save money and then how could you save money on you know what's the cheapest plate (laughs) you could buy so i created spreadsheets and then which i went overboard and decided to figure out all types of aspects and now mind you this was when i was tasked to being thrifty so 
I would make it a routine that I created a spreadsheet that would go through and figure out cost per cost per gallon cost per what basically I was doing the cost per as opposed to looking at the overall price, you know, because you might find a dollar dollar shampoo, but find right. out that it's not actually as good as the $3 shampoo because the $3 shampoo has way more fluid ounces in it. Have right. you ever looked at any of that? Oh, I mean, in terms of, okay, I've got two options at the store and the price point for them. And what does it work out, you know, per pound or per ounce to figure out, like, do I buy two of the small ones or one of the big ones? What works out better? Oh, yeah, I've done that. Is that yeah. is that kind of what you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I did it on a grand scale. So, okay. so normally you're going through Kroger, Respects, or one of your locations. And they have, and they added this on years ago. They added the whole cost per ounce or cost per item or whatever yeah a lot now, of times it's right there on the tag on the show it is now yeah it's, you don't it, have it, to do that your, math yeah it's like in the lower right hand color and it's a different color so it's it's right. nice now you can actually look at it and you don't just buy the cheapest thing you can buy it and look at it and be like oh it might pay a little bit more now but i'm saving in the long run and once i mm -hmm. realized that it was like all right next level stuff so i would go through and find out all right I had a spreadsheet for most most items, and then I had what the respectable, the best price was. So I kind of kept track okay. of records. I'm like, all right, this is the best I've ever got it. This is the best I've ever got toilet paper or so forth. So, <laughs> so on Monday, I'd go through and I'd go through like the Kroger and the Aldi's and all the um, the lot on on online and go through and find out like where the best was. And I had a routine where I'm like, all right, I could stop at this store and get all this. Stop at this store, get all this, and it was all like a giant circle anyway. So I had right. it mapped out, like, I'm going to go and get all these because these were the process. And that was like, since I didn't actually physically work at the time, I'm like, all right, this is, you know, how I'm saving money. <clears throat> but I don't expect anybody to be as crazy as that. That is almost couponing level. You know, if you're an right. extreme couponer, you do stuff like right. that. Mine was right. just like, it's not about how much, you know, like, yes, couponers are great. But I noticed a lot of times couponers are people that coupon fight for the brand name stuff. And if you don't care about brand name stuff, you can always get the generics cheaper than actually getting the coupon, oh. you know, oh, most yeah. of the time. So yeah. I, I had a friend that was just like, yeah, you can get tied for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, or you can just buy the non-name brand stuff. So, and you never have to worry about any of the clipping or the couponing. Yeah. Well, and I guess, I guess that if, if, you know, now that you mentioned that, if you were to look at me and go, Todd, what is your top thrifting tip, you know, to, to save money? It would probably be, yeah, forget a bunch of uh, brand name nonsense. Like, I can think of exactly two exceptions. And one of those is Jif peanut butter, just because it, it actually is different and better. And to me, it's worth spending the extra money for Jif. And the other one is Mountain Dew, because none of the Mountain Dew knockoffs are Mountain Dew. But outside of those two things... If there's a store brand, I'm getting the store brand. Like there's not, there's no reason for me to spend the extra money for a name or a brand that I just don't actually care about. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you can save a ton of money that way. Oh, you say tons. I mean, just the difference between shopping at Aldi's and shopping at a Kroger uh, is oh, yeah. insane because Aldi's oh, yeah. is pretty much all, you know, I don't know if you have Aldi's necessarily where you're at. We do. I think you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll gladly bag my own stuff, you know, and not worry about the aesthetics of boxes and stuff everywhere. <laughs> and here's the thing, like all these yet that used to be one of the, you know, talking points. And some would say detractor is, oh, yeah, but you have to bag your own stuff. I don't know about you, but when I go to the gro the regular grocery huh. store, 
yeah. they've got the self checkouts. Like I'm bagging my own stuff anyway. And You're frankly, right. yeah. af- after having done that, nowadays if I do go to the local, you know, Kroger, and for whatever reason am not able to self bag, it drives me up the freaking wall to have somebody bag it because I've gotten into a rotation of okay, this is how I sort of separate my stuff to make you know to optimize putting it away easier when I get home. Yeah, sure. You know. And you go to the regular checkouts, the baggers, you know, it's some 15-year-old kid making minimum wage who, you know, for all intents and purposes, doesn't care. And I don't know that he should, <laughs> you know, no. making, you know, not a livable wage as your first first job, whatever. And they just throw stuff at, like, I would just as soon bag my own stuff, which actually puts, a, you know, a plus in the Aldi's column nowadays. Oh, yeah. But I digress. Yeah, no. no, no, Aldi's, <laughs> I, I would... I would say all of these is the way to go because they are fast and speedy too by checking that stuff out. They're they're on mm-hmm. top of it. They have barcodes on all their stuff, so like no matter they don't have to flip it around. There's like barcodes on every side of everything. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's impressive Brilliant. what they have. They have a great system going. But that is number one. That's a huge savings. But when you look at it, the generics and looking at the cost per ounce or the cost per you know good or so forth, that right. was tremendous. If you have storage, buying in bulk often helps. You know, because you could say, yeah. all right, I'm going to buy. And if you find that great deal, meaning if you have like for me, I had a chart saying, hey, this is the lowest for shampoo and they have an awesome deal going on. If you buy eight shampoos, you're good for the year and you have the best deal possible. Like right. and I did that. I was just like so I created storage spots in the house and I'm like, all right, this is where all the extra stuff's going to go. And yeah. and if you just do a little bit of research or a little bit of the math, you'd be surprised how much money you can save. Just by like being conscious of the yes, shampoo could be a dollar, but buy the four dollar one, and then that is the equivalent of seven shampoos or whatever, you know, right? Like right. ridiculous. So, and I did that math, and that saved a ton of money in the long run with a little bit of work you've done. Grocery shopping and food in general is where I kind of focus most of my savings. Right. The, the aspect of cooking at home, comparing to uh, eating out, have oh. you? Have you ever really looked at looked at the differences and how much it costs to make a meal compared to how much it costs to make your own meal? You know. Oh yeah. Well, and I and I guess this this might go slightly off topic, but it, I, I promise it all comes together in the end. Back when I was living sort of paycheck to paycheck, I had a real problem with keeping track of how much money I had and therefore would overdraft a lot. And so years and years ago, I got an app on my phone. That basically is sort of like a checkbook balancing. So like whenever you, I make, I swipe the debit card, I would enter that in. You know, here's how much I spent and where, in there, so I could keep a solid running tr- total of how much money I have in the bank, so I wouldn't, you know, get myself in trouble. Well, the upside to doing that is, is the app that I have, when you you don't just enter in, you know, this much, this day, this place. There are categories you can put in. Like, oh, I'm, you know, oh, I yeah. went to the grocery store. I spent $50 at Kroger. Oh, I went to Speedway and spent $27 on gas. Like, you can sort of categorize all that. And then there are reports built in. So I can look and go, okay, in the month of blah, I spent this much money on food at the grocery store, this much money at, you know, eating out. And like, there'd be times where like those were close to equal amounts, but we only, you know, ate out maybe once a week. <laughs> like it becomes real obvious how much extra money you're spending for the convenience of not having to, you know, prepare it or clean up after it. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and I, I 
obviously COVID has kind of screwed up that whole rotation. I mean, we still get a fair bit of takeout, but you know, the amount of money we're saving by not just randomly going to a restaurant is considerable. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, sure. we, we, we're on, you know, that was a big, big factor. You know, when you looked at it and said, all right, well, you, you know, there are, but there are exceptions to the rule. I'm not, you know, and this is where kind of just be, be conscious of this stuff. It can be cheaper to eat at a fast food restaurant. Like oh, yeah. it can't, you, you can't make a burger for a dollar, you know, the cost of buying yeah. the buns and, and all the condiments and so forth. Now, if you had all that stuff, you, you could definitely could, you know, in the long run right. be able to, to make it work, but you're going to have to spend. So there are situations and I'm not, I'm not telling anybody how to eat. If you want, if you're, if you're capable of eating burgers and being healthy, that is fine. I've learned that if I can <laughs> consume burgers, I don't do the necessary steps to keep myself in shape. Uh, but there are aspects like typically your salads, you know, are, are going to be cheaper at home, you know, yeah. especially yeah. if you buy, you know, all, if you buy all the information the first time around, it might not be cheap. But when you get to the third or fourth salad with all this stuff, you're definitely oh, yeah. saving money. So just be conscious of looking at it and say, oh, how much, it, how much would this cost for me to make it? Uh, oh, yeah. And of course, you know, the food, the, the, the time and effort spent on food you know, if you prep it and, you know, we got into crock pot meals and stuff like that stuff, that's kind of hassle free, pretty easy to make. And then you yeah. have leftovers and then you don't just look at it. Hey, you know, you could say, all right, this meal might have cost me twenty dollars, but now I also have uh, a lunch for tomorrow. And right now you're you, you just think of it. You know, that's kind of how you have to look oh, at yeah. some of the meals and how you're spending and which I've found cook at home as much as you can. Yeah. And I understand that there is time commitment to that. But still, I bet cooking at home on the average is still far cheaper, less expensive than dining out. Dining out is, you know, is an experience. So I'm not saying don't dine out ever. There's obviously right. cases. Right. I mean, which, there's which that makes sense. Yeah, there's I mean, there's time where you just don't feel like cooking or cleaning yep. up or there's or there's something that, you know, a restaurant makes that you either can't or don't want to try to replicate like oh yeah no one's saying don't ever eat out but well i'm gonna go have a, a chicken caesar salad you can make that at home without a whole lot of effort or you can go yeah. out to wherever or, i mean are you really going to the panera for the experience of panera <laughs> or are you going because uh, they happen to have the food you know what i mean like they're and again no judgment whatever your decision is but it's generally better to be aware and make the decision than just to do a thing without any thought. You know, a lot of it comes down to preparation, whether you're talking about any of, if you plan out, hey, I'm going to eat these five things this week or seven things this week or, or what have you, or what day, and you look at your calendar and say, all right, I have time to do this, this, and this, and or when you do your grocery shopping, you know, if you already planned out your meals, then you say, oh, I need this, because that's one of the things that I was adamant about is not food waste. Like I hate, oh, yeah. I hated oh, buying yeah. a bunch of food that went bad. Like if lettuce yeah. went bad, that's just poor preparation and planning. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I, you know, I passed several grocery stores a day. It would have been far easier for me just to stop in real quick, grab a bag of lettuce just for that one sitting and then right. eat it. And then the next day do the same thing. So I was, I was all about stocking up canned goods and non-perishable items. Right. But when it came right. to fruits and vegetables and so forth, I was like, I'm going to buy for the week. And that was why it was like a weekly preparation thing. Oh, and yeah. you don't, you know, there's nothing worse than throwing away some of your money and not even eating. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, and I guess that's the thing. Like, like nowadays, Abby, every week, she, she sits down and she plans out, okay, these are the meals we're going to have. 
and then cross references that into a shopping list for you know for the week and everybody in the house we're all expected to you know if there's something you want you put it on the shopping list if you that's it. You, if you if you use the rest of something put it on the list and that goes i mean that sort of mentality goes back to you know when i was doing the shopping it was like if you don't put it on the list you're not getting it like, like yeah. you know i was kind of i mean abby's way nicer about it than i am i was kind of an asshole about it I'm like look you didn't put it on the list that's that's on you you need to that's you know it. life lesson you need to plan accordingly and yeah, if it, you know, if they're like, oh yeah, I want a crap ton of strawberries and come the end of the week, I'm like throwing out half a thing of strawberries, you know, words would be said. It's, it's a waste of my money. It's a waste of food resource. Like there are too many people in this world who don't have things for us to just be chucking them into the bin. Like sure. on so many levels, this is not cool. Well, you prioritize your, what you're going to eat. You yeah. Know, like if you know. You're eating this, and you made an abundance of it, and there's going to be leftover tomorrow. Then don't open something new. Eat that. But, you know, right. that is not an easy discussion for, you know, some people want a variety, and they crave certain things. I am very simple, so it's very easy for me <laughs> not to. Like, all right, I'll just eat until there's nothing left in the refrigerator, and that's just how my body operates and how I right. work with things. You know, I will wait until, like, we're not so far away from a grocery store that if we accidentally run out of something then I can't just go, all right, let me go get that. As opposed right. to buying a ton in fear that you might run out, you know, like, well, I that's, I guess that's my thing. Like, like we're both, we both now live in the, in the big cities and yeah, there's no reason to get, you know, a month's worth of apples to find out that, you know, two thirds of them are going to go back. Like, okay, we're going to get what we need for now. And if it runs out, it is like literally a 15 minute jaunt for me to replenish this stuff. I remember growing up when we lived out in the sticks and yeah, like we shopped for story. the month because it was yeah. like a 45 minute trek to get to a grocery store. And if dad was at work and mom ran out of whatever, she just didn't have options. You know, she didn't drive, didn't have a car and it was 45 minutes regardless. Like you had to plan for that stuff. That's not the situation, you know, we're currently in. Like, look, we, we ran out of sugar. We can pop over and get sugar or butter or whatever, you know, whatever that is, you know. Yeah. And, and I mean, and my, my thing is like, if you can buy in bulk and store it, and if it's a great deal, you need to know if it's a good deal and then you'd sure buy in bulk, but you just never can buy bulk perishable. Not items, perishable. Not be, no. Yeah, exactly. You're just yeah. not, it's not physically possible to eat, you know, 700 bananas, you know, in one week. So, no. but no, I, you shouldn't I mean, anyway. Overall, that... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably, probably wouldn't, um. I don't know what the effects of that would do to somebody, but I might, you know, we'll have to look out there and see if there's any food eating championships and the the most bananas ever consumed in a week. Who knows? Uh, Todd, I think we discussed <laughs> several, you know, I, we, I don't know if we gave too many tips, maybe some, maybe, maybe a little, uh, or we just discussed our personal habits, but for the most part, we yeah. talked about lowering electricity bills, heating bills, water bills, and uh, saving money on food. That's that's enough to get you started, I think. I'm sure we can scrabble up some uh, other topics, but for the most part, I think we've done our commitment to um, everyone today. Right on. Thank you, Eric. Good information, good tips. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed that. If anyone has anything they'd like to share, let us know over at the toddcastpodcast.com, and we'll, we'll see if we can't get those out there. Other than that, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. 
visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Thank you.